Today's episode of the Tom Mile Podcast is brought to you by our good friends at Devil's Pocket, located at 2425 Grace Ferry Avenue in Philadelphia, PA. Mr. Marcus Versace and his staff have a great beer selection. They've got a great food menu. Um, they've got a great location right on the corner um, in off Grace Ferry Avenue. And I tell you what, they've got the best plate of nachos you can get in the city. If you don't believe me, well, see for yourself. Check them out today on a nice Saturday. As uh, the sun's out, should be a great day. But uh, that's Devil's Pocket on Grace Ferry Avenue in Philadelphia. So uh, for today's episode, Matt and I really broke down the uh, the strange Brian Colangelo situation, where essentially he created burner accounts on Twitter, and uh, someone inside his family, his wife, was uh, tweeting things out about the team, about uh, players, you know, and uh, needless to say, Colangelo uh, resigned this week, so definitely a strange story, and we also get into a little bit more of NBA um, as Game 4 happened last night with eventually the uh, Golden State Warriors swept Cleveland, Um, but definitely was a great conversation as we laid down our 15th town mile podcast last night so here we go without further ado let's get into it have a great weekend today it's june june 8th june 8th 2018 happy friday happy friday matt here we go uh, this is what the this is the 15th episode we've Fif- done 15 so you know i'd be doing a disservice to my dad if i didn't give you number 15 to thurman munson thurman munson vince carter vince carter um tommy frazier was mm-hmm. number 15 so but we've done 15 podcasts and it's good to get one going. We had a, you know, it's it's nice. We've done some couple interviews the last few times with um, with Miss Merck and then Justin Ross with Notion Life. So um, I think it's good for us to, to sit down tonight. There's been some crazy things happening, obviously, in the the world of Philadelphia 76ers specifically. Well, actually, the Eagles as well. I Eagles didn't really write anything down, but yeah. they essentially are, are. We're told they were banned from. Or they weren't going to get invited because of kneeling towards the, for the anthem. When they were nobody, un- nobody kneeled. Uninvited. They were uninvited to the White House when nobody. Anyways, uh, you know we don't. I don't know if I need to get all the way into that, but we don't talk about politics. <laughs> Stay away. <laughs> um, well, what do we know about this this Jerry Colangelo situation? So Jerry Colangelo, I guess the backstory was the vo- Brian team. Colangelo. I'm sorry, his dad was Jerry, wasn't dad, it? His dad was his dad. Uh, well, was a you know a special advisor to the Sixers because you know I hired Brian and I think it, Brian brought in his dad to be like an advisor to the team too. Right. Okay. So. Uh, but yeah. So. So Brian Colang- Brian Colangelo, the team president of the 76ers, took over after Sam Hinkie. Um, resigned. After Sam Hinkie resigned. Resigned. I, he resigned. I, I think it was like a, a parting of ways. 
I think uh, Hinky knew they were like bringing in Colangelo. Okay. And you think he got like he got pissed off and he, he quit um, before all this happened. He's before. like, yeah. I have been riding this out yeah. in these toilet years. Yeah. And now I'm out. He built it. He built <laughs> right. And team. now you're talking he about bringing in somebody else. Now that we're having pieces. Yeah. Um, but Brian Colangelo is the team president. There was a ringer report um, that basically he was. I, I had to read into this a little bit, but his there were tweets from burner accounts. What the hell does that mean? Burner accounts are like are fake accounts. Okay. So I mean, you if Kevin Durant had these. You know, they came out. Kevin Durant had these. Kevin Durant would go on Twitter under these fake accounts. And, you know, basically read bad tweets about himself and then comment kind of defending himself. So it's like, you know, if you're super famous, you can't go on. We could. But some people just don't want to go on Twitter and get in arguments with just random people. So they create these fake accounts so they can kind of hide themselves and still kind of get their point across and get get at these fans that are kind of ripping them. Okay. So I know exactly what that means. You know so you see yeah. a lot of times people are just seriously shit talking on Twitter and yeah. really getting personal, yeah. but it's not even their real name. Sure. So that's a burner account. Yeah. I mean, there's other, yeah, there's it's one mean, facet of it. There's one, it's one <laughs> facet of it. Yeah. So, so he created, had these accounts and basically, well, first off, he allegedly had these accounts. Allegedly have these accounts, okay. Yes. But I was just thinking, like, what, what can, what can the town mile? I wonder what we can uncover. <laughs> Is there anything we need to be digging up as a know, big man. story that we know? I'm sure there's something we know. There's got to be some. There's got to be some gossip around the, can, around Point Breeze, around the, around the neighborhood, <laughs> right? Dude. Well, my neighbor's some, got a mattress. Some big sports stories floating around. There's got to be there. some big thing. I'll have to keep my. I'll tell you what, I'm going to keep my ears out this week to really see what we can, yeah, what man. we can break because mm-hmm. you know it's out there. We just got to find it. <laughs> but nonetheless, the, the team president of the Philadelphia 76ers resigned. What did he resign a couple days ago, right? Yesterday. Resigned yesterday. Probably three days too late, but he resigned yesterday. <laughs> and allegedly he – talk about some of the – what was some of the things that were out that he was putting out on these burner accounts? So he – so there was five accounts. One that he himself, he admitted he was operating that – Account was it was Phila one two three four five six seven, and he admitted that he was using that account. The other accounts, Eric Jr. was one, Honest Abe, enough unknown sources, and there was another one still balling. It was called where his wife Barbara, and his wife would go on these accounts and you know put out you know some high-level information, like, you know, phys- physical information and t- locker room information and stuff about the team. Like, it's very, you know, top-secret kind of kind of stuff. And I, I don't even... It's just like... I don't even know what to say, really. It, it's just a weird story. So what's the motivation to doing that, then? Like, I, I guess I can see why you... Maybe some of it was intended to, maybe if you're kind of ripping on a player or saying something about a player, you're thinking, I'm going to motivate this guy to play harder or do something better. But I just wonder what you get out of, like, what's what the motivation is or the intent when you're releasing information like that. I don't I don't know. I, I, I've 
just again, I think it's just, I think it's her trying to defend her husband. Maybe. Okay. I can but see that. It's I don't know it. Like this is this is probably the biggest free agent summer in the franchise's history with you know guys like you know LeBron and Paul George and all these other big names like that are out there. The Philly is a very attractive city right now because you have guys like Simmons and and Bead, you know, the centerpiece of the team that you know draw these free agents, and then something like this happens, and it's like, you know, it almost you almost the team almost you know takes a step back from all the progress that they made, and it's right. just it's just frustrating, and to know that it's some this guy's wife who's I don't know. A lack of better bored, <laughs> like yeah. just on Twitter, like right. you know, shit talking the team and uh, you know releasing these sources is is crazy. And and Calan- the Colangelo family, the NBA is is like they're like that's a that's a huge family. It's that's like a, a royal NBA royalty. That's a royalty family. Jerry Colangelo is you know the uh, chairman of USA Basketball, and he's been a GM in the league for so many years and. That's how I do that name. He's the chairman of USA Basketball. Yeah, Jerry Colangelo. Yeah, and Brian Colangelo was uh, executive of the year twice in the league. Both with the Sixers or one with Toronto. One I think, with Toronto right? and one with Phoenix. Okay. It's just that's just crazy. Like it's 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 like it's like when I get on Twitter, I got a lot of time. Like I guess if I have a free moment, and I think we talked about this a little bit, couple couple time episodes ago with. With Jen Merck, like you're on there when you just kind of have nothing to do. Yeah. So it's just interesting, I guess. How, what you know? Does she? How I picture it is her one one night in their like kitchen, or whatever, like on her iPad possibly or her phone or whatever, just sitting there, and she probably just like asks one of her kids, "How do you make a Twitter account?" And then she just <laughs> makes a Twitter account. Yeah. And I'll show just, you. Oh, I'll show you, mom. And well, it then, says it gives me this automatic one here at Sixers one two three four five six seven. Can I? I can do that. I one. can do that, right? And then one step maybe even further from that. Well, next thing you know, Brian, do you see what these people are yeah. saying about you? Next thing, next thing you know, they're, they're, she's talking about Jaleel Okafor's fucking physical, <laughs> right? And how he blocked a trade in two thousand uh, yeah. for the Pelicans and like, we hate Jaleel Okafor. He sucks. It's oh like, well, God. we wanted to trade him. Jesus Christ. That's crazy. Well, here's a. I found a. There was a quote from. From Adrian Wojnowski. Is that how you pronounce his last name? I don't know how to spell it. Woj. I don't know how to spell it. Okay, Woj from ESPN said After the news broke last week, the comments consistently aligned with beefs, jealousies, and frustrations shared inside and outside of the Sixers organization. It'd be one thing had the accounts bashed just Hinky in the process, trusters. But they also took aim at several prominent current and former Sixers players, including Nerlens Noel, Jalil Okafor, Markel Fultz, and Embiid. Even if they were his wife's tweets, distancing himself from them would have been difficult. Relationships with these pl- with players currently on the team, like Embiid, and those I'd like to add, like LeBron, require mutual trust. So, I mean, again, I don't know what, you yeah. know, it, we sit around and think about what this guy should do or this guy should do but I I don't at the end of the day you know you gotta think that if LeBron James really wants to come to Philadelphia the fact that this happened would deter I I doubt it it yeah it's it's 
it sucks because I I think you know obviously Brian Colangelo is a great GM and you know he has got a lot of connections in, in the NBA and it's a you know it made I think it made the Sixers more attractive to play here for free agents because he is good front office guy and the team is good and it's just like they tried they really it took so long I think just because I think Josh Rosen one of the owners of the team had a, you know a really good relationship with him mm-hmm. and they tried so hard to like save his ass they had that whole a separate investigation private investigation into into it kind of proved that, like that he wasn't the one behind it but at the end of the day, they still had to. They still he still had to quit, or they still had to fire right. him. They can't have this scandal, you know, right. hanging over their heads all summer. It's just gonna, it's just gonna kill them. There has to be accountability, yeah, to this, and that's some. <laughs> yeah, that's wife. Barbara Barbara Bat- uh, Batini, I think her name is. Yeah, she'll go down in history as like. One of the biggest uh, <laughs> Philly villains there is. Well, a lot of the research I, I get, well, research, quote, you know, Google searching, mm-hmm. a lot of these articles I've read just basically said that this guy, chances are never get an NBA job, front office job ever again. Yeah, his wife screwed him. Um, she screwed him. That's pretty nuts that that, I mean, because I really didn't know what the hell was going on. And I love that somebody had tweeted out a picture of Sean Bradley it said, <laughs> in my day, the Sixers burned draft picks, not Twitter accounts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Take like a picture of Sean, Bradley. Sean Bradley. We'll have any. We'll uh, jump on any chance to <laughs> yeah. redeem himself or, or uh, protect himself from further embarrassment and jokes. Well, what else do we know about this? I mean, what do you? I, that's it. I mean, I, I've. It's really all I've read about. It's. Well, at the end of the day, what would you rather have happened? Like, what's the worst? I mean, it, would Honestly, you rather have I one think, of your superstars, these young kids, get a, get an injury in summer league, or this? You know, so I, hindsight, it's always again. You gotta. I like that. Is it um, Brett Brown? Is it Brett or Brant? Brett. Brett B-R- Brown. B R E T T. So he'll, he'll be the he'll be the. Um, the, uh, He's the basketball well, operations guy for the time being. While they while they find a GM, just to, you know, and that kind of creates some stability at least that you have a familiar person. Um, they have I, to move quick. I mean, I I don't know. I don't know. I well, I haven't seen. I mean, I looked up a potential like uh, candidates like David David Griffin, who was the Cavs GM for those for those years. I think is a name out there and a couple other guys, but. Kiki Vanderway, I saw. Kathy. He's a little older, yeah. but he's been around the league a long, long time. Have to get someone in there fast and and uh, you know get ready for this for this free agency. Well, I think for, I guess just looking at it from my perspective, who's really kind of unbiased either way, kind of on you know, I, I don't have I'm not really objective. More so, I guess just want to see them successful, but again, the the pissed, the the pieces are there on the court. And yeah. head coaching, so yeah. I just think you know, it, moving forward, I think they'll be okay. But you know, when's Game Four of the Finals? Saturday is it tonight. tonight? It's tonight at nine. Yeah. So chances are, is it in Cleveland? It's in Cleveland. I think it's a. I think well, it's going to be right. Sweet. So say it's over tonight. Yeah. When does LeBron normally? That decision's made in July or June or coming up. You Probably, know, all of a sudden yeah. it puts a little bit more. Yeah. Where's he going to go? 
Um, LeBron will take his time. For sure. After the finals. Uh, I hope I hope they don't get swept. I hope LeBron gets, like, what, at least one more win. It's, it's crazy, one. like, I was talking about this with, with Omar, like, uh, how great the games have all been. With yeah, the exception man. of great, like it's like for say they do get swept, but the games haven't really felt like a sweep. It's kind of like you get a Herculean effort. I mean, I almost think that Jr. not knowing what the score was in Game One, <laughs> yeah, oh almost like completely slammed the door on LeBron returning to Cleveland. And you can see just the desperation, like how much the Cleveland fans just love him. Well, first of all, he had fifty-one points. It's his fifteenth year in the league, yeah. and he's just been spectacular to watch. Mm-hmm. With the except, he just you know it's just completely overmatched. He I just mean, took a shot. He took a shot at his teammates the other day. He just said like I can't. He's like, what do you what do you expect me to do? I can't do this by myself or, yeah. or something of that well, nature. And just like totally. And that's what's crazy <laughs> is in game one he almost beat him by himself. I saw a stat. I saw a stat yesterday, um, on Twitter. I don't think he's in all the series he's had with the war against the Warriors. He, I don't think he he hasn't had a game where he hasn't scored. He has scored under thirty points. It's been yeah. thirty points or higher. Hit thirty in game three. Yeah, I'm like he did. total. Say like even like from two thousand from two thousand fifteen to two thousand from to now, he's had every game has been mm-hmm. over thirty points, which is just incredible. I think once I stopped, kind of. Joe Ford, Coach Ford, who hopefully we'll be able to do a podcast with here at some point. Tom Mile, College Football Insider. He's like a Tom Mile, College Football Insider. I saw him last week. He's doing great. Apparently his dad said, Papa Ford, Greg Ford, listens to every one of our podcasts. Shout out, shout out Mr. Ford. Shout out to Greg Ford. <laughs> I've never met you, but thanks for listening. <laughs> um, now I kind of lost my train of thought here. Um, but... One th- oh yeah, one thing he because I was all looking at Durant, kind of hating on Durant, being like, screw this guy, like I can't stand watching Kevin Durant. And he's like, well, you know, do you like those John Carl Stanton home runs? And I think once, <laughs> once I kind of thought <laughs> of it that way, we talked about yeah, it's like yeah. it's like okay, you know, he took less money essentially to be around people that you know he wanted to play with, and so it's like I can't really hate on this. One, I, I've kind of seen it in a different light. One thing I really love is Iguodala. I love how Iguodala plays. In game four, the last game, I mean, he just he just is such a melee guy. He you know he gets these. There's just kind of a different team with him on the floor because yeah, he does so he, many things. He's such a weapon. He embraced his role. I think it was at first he didn't, but he embraced his role uh, when he first got there. After he left Philly, they signed him, and Steve Kerr was like, "I'm not going to start you. Just come off the bench." Yeah. And he's like, "Well, what?" <laughs> yeah. And then you know, after they won the first one. He, well, he was the MVP when they won the first yeah. one, their first title. And he kind of embraced that, like kind of that six man role and coming off the bench. And you know, he, f- he figured out he's like, this is what this is what it is now. I'm the, and now I'm gonna perform whenever I'm on the court. So it make that makes them even more dangerous, really. Yeah, they have that depth. At the end of the game, he had uh, just that really dope one handed dunk over Tristan Thompson. Yeah. It's like wow. So he's always been like he. I mean, he's always been super athletic. Yeah. He can just like throw down straight crazy dunks yeah. when he wants to. It's nuts. He's kind of got those David Robinson biceps. He's like all Robinson just kind of jacked. Arms, like yeah. Sweet delts. Yeah, he looks like he's you know works out <laughs> six seven days a week just in the room just lifting and yeah working out. But Good yeah, thing. so game four tomorrow. Um, no tonight. No, sir. I'm sorry. You're right. Tonight. So. 
one thing I have seen, and it's kind of just interesting that, um, you know, you see all these things, oh, all these guys like Houston's like, we're the team of the future. And it's like, you know, someone from the Celtics, like we're the team of the future. And it's just funny, like, you know, how quickly, like didn't the, didn't the Sixers win like 20, how many games in a row did they win? The regular season? Like 22? 26. 26 games in a row. I believe it was 26. They went undefeated in March. Yeah, they, they swept March. So at just the NBA is kind of set up to, I mean, there's some great young teams. You know, I continue to hear from just a lot. You know, it's funny. I mean, it's I, I just think the NBA is at a great spot. Yeah. And there's a lot of folks that are, you know, that I hear of all the time. They're like, I, you know, I hate the NBA and I never watch it. And they don't play defense. And it's kind of like, well, okay, you're, well, kind of, I you're think, missing out. It's some yeah. pretty high-level shit. <laughs> I think this offseason will be interesting to see where – LeBron goes I think if he teams up with somebody you know someone, well, let's look at the someone best. big I think it'd be I think it'd be hard to watch it because it's just like well I watch it when you already know really what's going to happen if <laughs> he you know he didn't you say there's been stuff about him going to Golden State possibly I think he, he'll meet with them I don't know if that'll actually happen though I, I hope it doesn't that would be crazy I hope it doesn't that would be the equivalent of, like, Bryce Harper and Manny Machado going to the Yankees. Going to the, and Chris Sale going to the or Yankees. Or going to the Cubs. Yeah, just, like, both yeah. those guys going to, like, the same team. Yeah. Um, I don't, I mean. Well, so I, think, I think Durant's deal is done after this year with the Warriors. I think he only had, like, a two- or three-year deal. So I think he said he, he was going to resign or did want to come well, back. Well, probably resign. But I wonder. I don't know what their other contracts are. Like you saw Draymond, he's like Clay Thompson. Like I think if LeBron or you know another big guy wanted to go there, they would move one of those guys right. to clear up space. So what are the so the Lakers? Do they are they even who? What pieces do they have that LeBron can go in there and and perform? I I couldn't tell you outside they have of money. I think I think at this point LeBron is just like. I don't know. I think he's. I think he wants that max deal. Like he's never had like a huge max deal. He's you know he's always played for kind of less than what he's worth. Yeah. And just you know has been ring chasing. Yeah. But I think at this point in his career, he's like I guess he's just gonna be like you know pay me. <laughs> so it's almost like Kawhi and LeBron to the Lakers. That would be a best case scenario. I if honestly he goes to the think Lakers. the best case scenario for LeBron would be go to would go to San Antonio. No. He has like a great relationship with Pop. Loves Pop. He probably, he played he for the first Pop. time in his career with a great co an all time coach yeah. in Pop. There's a culture already set up it in San Antonio. And he kinda plays in that unselfish way already. Yeah, he just goes there and then Pat know, Riley kind of is in that same mold of this is how it's done. And that's why out. they're so successful in Miami right. too. Yeah, if you like it this if you're not down to do this you're you can't play here. Mm-hmm. So I saw stuff like that too. That he possibly go to San Antonio, but there I, apparently crazy. he's going to meet with seven teams. Okay, Golden State being one, Cleveland, yeah. Philly, Boston, you know all the all the top teams. Yeah. Uh, Houston, um, San Antonio. I believe Miami was in that list too. Well, I don't think that would happen. L.A. I feel like L.A. Is sneaky. Yeah, yeah I got, you got Magic Johnson. Yeah. I think he's sneaky. 
he could probably make a deal. Where's LeBron at in the all-time scoring list? Do you know? He's... Are you ahead of Carl Malone yet? He's like fifth or sixth. Carl Malone is second all-time. He's not... No. Is he... Is he third? He's like third. I don't know. I don't remember who was third. Let me look this up. Kobe's in top five, I believe, right? Let me look this up. All-time NBA scoring leaders. Kareem, Carl, Kobe's third. Kobe's third. third, Kobe's third, yeah. 22 more rows. How do I... Because that's... I mean, I don't think LeBron really cares about... Obviously, he's never been... Oh, he's way down there. He's seventh. So he's 7,000 points away. From the top? So it's Kareem, Carl Malone, Kobe, Jordan, Will, Dirk. Dirk's before him, yeah. And then LeBron. So he's 100. Yeah, well, he'll pass He'll pass Dirk in the first week of next season. I mean, he he's has like 150 sh- away. He has a shot to – he probably has a shot to get up to Kareem or beat Kareem, right? There is – yeah, there's – that's crazy that there's – It doesn't look like he's slowing down at all. Not at all. Like what? What is what a guy's average a year Those for points? Two thousand four hundred. So if you score thirty a game, has LeBron been scoring thirty a game? Maybe twenty eight. Yeah, around there, I'm sure. So say you just score twenty eight times eighty two. So that's what two thousand points. So yeah. so it's four years away. You say he's got. You, you think he's. Let's say he's got another like five, six years left in him. Yeah, well, he's can easily I mean, get dude, there. Dude, he can play. He's been so bananas awesome that I think maybe what has he got two or three more years of just being spectacular? Yeah, absolutely. As barring injury, that's like he's like three seasons away from breaking the all-time scoring record. Mm-hmm. Huh? That's interesting. I didn't really. I heard that the other day, and I'm like, yeah, I guess so. And then I never looked it up, but. I mean, you think about it. It's only seven thousand. It's like <laughs> that's like nothing to those. Just guys. all guys that basically had long careers, no injuries, were physically incredible. Yeah, um, that's what you got to do. That's interesting. So, um, needless to say, game four coming up. What else we got on the list here? What else you want to get into? Uh, Carson Wentz looks good in shorts. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. And. He's so awesome. He almost sells out Sisters Bank Park for a charity softball game. That's incredible. That's great <laughs> for his for his foundation. That's great. Audience of one. Yeah, I told you I saw. I went to the gym the other day when I was home in South Dakota and uh, checked in. They take your ID when I buy a pass. Like Sanford Health, they have a really nice wellness center. And yeah. the lady took my ID and I was like Philadelphia. I was like, my sons live in Philly. Both my sons live in Philadelphia. I was like, oh, really? What do they do? And one of them. She said, "Yeah, one works across the, works across the, you know, works in Jersey, and the other one plays for the Eagles." What? <laughs> and it was Gary, Nathan Gary, Nate Gary, yeah, linebacker, forty-seven. Yeah, he so played, he played in Nebraska, I think. Played at Nebraska, yeah. and then it was a safety at Nebraska, and then looked up. Uh, he he got, up. yeah, they bulked him up, and he's, he's, uh, he's been teamer. here. So I, yeah, as I. Like left or got my ID again. It's like, well, I think I called her son um, by the other name, my, Ryan, because my da- we've my dad's got a good friend, 
whose last name is Gary, and they have a son, Ryan. For some reason, uh, it, I mean, she knew who I was talking about. I was like, all the best to Ryan, long, healthy career. It's like, did you make it to the Super Bowl? And she said she did. Oh, she um, went to Minnesota. She went to the Super Bowl. That's amazing. I was like, you a Vikes fan? She's like, yeah, it's a huge Vikes fan, but that's my boy. That's my, that's my baby that's amazing. playing. It's all, you know, I had wow. to cheer for him. That's so incredible. I just said my... You know, it's like my wife and I live on, you know, near Broad and Wharton, so we went to the parade, and it was just kind of fun to talk to. She said, you know, he loved all the places. I was like, of all the places he could have ended up, and she said, yeah, he loves the coaching staff. He loves the city. So that was kind of kind of random. It's amazing, dude. Go home to South dude. Dakota. Well, let's break a story on Nathan Gary, man. You got Maybe any, we should. You get some dirt from his mom. Should tweet. I could tweet at her. She's on, on Twitter, man. Let's get him on the podcast. Her. I mean, maybe we could. We probably could, dude. Let's reach out to him. I mean, if, on, who's man. reaching out to Nate Gary right now? No one. To do podcasts. Tell Miles. <laughs> I think we should. We are. Why don't we start reaching out to Nate What's, Gary? Hey, Nate. Uh, Joe met your mom you, you at the gym. You were born in 1997. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A senior in high school. Joe met your mom at the gym. It's just kind of funny how you go home and there's still that. You know, I, I wasn't even looking for that. There's still a connection. That's people are just cool. excited about the, That's cool. you know, the Eagles won the That's Super really Bowl, cool. even as I'm going home. So it was fun being being back. But I, I think um, it would be fun to talk to Talk to Joe Joe Ford about going. I mean, it was kind of a big deal because he's coach at UNC Pembroke, North Carolina, and then took a took a gig at uh, University of Sioux Falls. And they've had a they've really had an incredible NAIA program for many years. And um, yeah, he gave me a tour like their facility outside of uh, outside of Sioux Falls. Uh, really nice, really nice place. So NAIA is that below NAIA was the NCAA. Well, is it even NAIA anymore? I have to probably look it up. Is but this, yeah, it's like it still, NCAA D two. Right. I th- well, I think it because pr- Augustana used to be NCAA Division two, where Josh Kaiser played, my okay. classmate, and yeah. they played South Dakota State. So a lot of teams went D one that yeah. had big enrollments. Yeah. Augie stayed, and now they play like USS. So I don't know if it's it's probably not NAIA anymore. It's probably called something else. Like Some division, other type of is it Division three or uh, I think it's probably more D two. I have no idea. I'd have to look him up. So hopefully yeah. we can get him on here to to go through. It's a, a really high level of, of football. I mean, yeah, it's, man. Yeah, I don't know who they would play in this area that would be comparable. Is LaSalle like in that kind of conference? I don't think I'm not LaSalle even sure. Is a football team anymore. So. I don't any. I mean, Temp, well, Temple's Division one. I. I don't think any other school in the city would have a team. West Westchester, maybe Westchester. It's like small, uh, like a smaller school. But I don't know. so we'll hopefully have him on next time around. Um, I, oh, to go back to the Sixers. One thing I did see: they have six picks in the upcoming draft. They do. And they have ten overall. They do. So that's kind of a big deal. That's a big deal again. Another thing that you know they lose a GM and they have all this preparation to do for the draft, yeah. and it's like this shit happens. His wife. It's tweeting at Sixers, <laughs> Sixers insiders, talking about his husband, talking about her husband's shirt collars, um, just ruining the, ruining the off season. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's crazy. Um, what else has been going on in the, in the city? How the Phillies doing? I don't know. I haven't. I've been a bad. I've been a bad sports fan this year. I don't have cable, so I can't watch the. The Phillies every night. I get like I'll get bits and pieces, but I can't. I don't. I'm not able to like sit down and like turn the game on, and it's upsetting. 
Um, isn't it? Can't you just like put tin foil? On I gotta like I gotta steal my parents' cable. I think that's the that's the South Dakota way, man. You put steal my steal just put steal your antenna from somebody. up there. Just, then, just steal cable from just somebody. Splice it. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah that's what I gotta do, dude. The, I saw I saw Jake Arietta walking around the other did day. Did you really? Yeah. Where? Uh, in Haddonfield, New Jersey, the suburbs. I was just like walking around. Walking around. I was like, holy Where? shit. I was like at work. Morristown or just no, had in Haddonfield. I was at work, and I'm like, I walk outside. I'm like, holy shit, it's fucking, it's Jake Arietta. Just a jacked it's fucking Jake Arietta, dude. Did you yell at him? No, I, I kind of followed. I kind of followed him a little Did. bit. I was like, where's he going? <laughs> and he went to this gelato shop and got some ice cream. Well, I mean, let's I think not they played that night. Must have had a must have been cheat day for Jake Arietta. He looks nice and lean. Cheat diet day. Lean, strong core. You know? I think a lot of those guys live in New Jersey, don't they? Because the that's a good a area. That's, a, that's like a big area for people to live in. It's a wealthier town, and a lot of athletes live around there. And nice, nice town to raise a family. Because I think Atlanta's in first place, aren't they? No, the Phils are, or the Phils were. The Phils are in first place. Yeah, they were. Because it's getting, you know, now is the time where you almost can be like, okay, now it's been. Because I've been in my buddies over here that run this, uh, that store in the corner. I've been talking a lot of baseball and the dog days. In July and August, like the dog days. Dog September, yeah. July, you know, you make, you try to make the moves. You now know. Is, yeah, so if we get MLB standings, National League. Uh, yeah, they're three, the three games out. Nats. Braves, Phillies, they're three and seven in their last ten. Mets are twenty-seven and thirty-two after going eleven and one. But there is a Subway series starting tonight. So, Jake Degrom. <laughs> How about uh, the the Mets are just a Tanaka. Mets are just a shit show. Yeah, they were like a they were like eleven and one to start the year, and they just they just fell off. Some of these records are are kind of crazy with all the rainouts. Because the Red Sox are forty three and twenty, and they're in second place. Really? Well, the the Yankees are forty and eighteen, but they've had like f- five rainouts that they need to make up. Yeah. So, but anyway, it's probably due for a for a ball game at uh, at the ballpark. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm going. I'm for sure. It's been a little while. What races are this summer? You got any races coming up? No, no, man. The big, big, the Riverton Five K, Bill Oliver Five K. I see the Roots Rock Five K. There was uh, I won. <laughs> I don't know. Who, I don't know who. Because <laughs> I, I saw the time was twenty <laughs> minutes, and I was like, of, I think if Brett Geider ran that, that's kind of slow for the him. Ghost, the ghost of Joe Jansen ran that. I'm glad somebody ran it. Um, I'm glad somebody did end up running it. You're owed prize money, dude. Or not really, because you didn't run. That guy can take it. Was there prize money for that? Actually, if you pa- win, free yeah. passes, passes to the roots. If to you the, win, uh, dude, yeah. It was t- no, there was free passes to um, the festival, the Roots Festival, whatever it's called, the Roots Picnic. Roots that picnic. night, which Dave Chappelle was at, Dave but Chappelle I think it got rained out. Yeah. yeah, he got rained out, so like the weather was bad. But a lot of good stuff in uh, in Philly. Yeah, I, t- I mean, it was really fun to to go home. Yeah, last, how, yeah, yeah. Let's get into this. Dude. How was going back it home? It was a lot of fun. I mean, obviously, my grandmother. You know, she was like eighty-seven, so she passed, and mm-hmm. that was, you know, it was, you know, um, to go home and you know under that 
that kind of circumstances. But there was a lot of people that um, I made it a point to kind of sit. So Wilmer, her husband, um, she's been married to since I think 1973 or 76. I can't remember exactly what year, but I sat behind him during the wake and all these people from Emory and all these farmers came up to him and had all these really nice things to say. So that was kind of cool to hear. That's nice. Um, you know, and spent some time, walked into the legendary Sandy's bar, met up with the mayor, Big Kaiser, and a lot of people from Emory, you know, obviously are there. So I know everybody, you know, everybody that's in that, that spot, you know, it's just like I haven't been there for almost two years. Yeah. I haven't lived there, you know, since like 1998, but I, I know everybody in there, you know, so yeah. it's just fun to kind of chat with, spend some time in, you know, Sioux Falls or, uh, it was good. It's just, it's just nice to go back. I forget how it's like really flat, but it's really beautiful. Just the lush, lush it's greenery. It's just so flat. Oh, but it's just the crops and everything. It's like, I, I don't even really, you know, just telling my sister, like, like wow look at how nice this is um just a beautiful so yeah just, a, just, just look at that video man it's just this green it's lovely <laughs> it's just blue skies. farmland blue skies. blue skies i mean it was just i mean just look at how it's it's just the greenest i mean i, I don't know if i just never noticed it when i was living there i really think it's that big of a deal but yeah, yeah just fresh air well, and, yeah when you're living there you see it all the time and it's like nah and then you go back after a while. It's like, oh wow, yeah, and, you know, didn't stop. I was like, to look around and appreciate this, right? My sister Annie was, I was like, hey, this is awesome. She's like, really? It's <laughs> like, yeah, Joe, what the hell are you talking this about? This is great, man. This is a great. This is the Great Plains. <laughs> so it, it was a good trip, but it's uh, good to be back in Philly, and yeah, looking forward to good. Good to know, have you back. Good dude. summer. Good it's, to have is you it back. officially summer? Technically. I think it is officially summer. First day of summer is technically the 21st of June. Ah, so we, the, it's still spring. Is the e, What's it, the equinox? or this? It's the equinox. No, yeah. it's the solstice. Is it the solstice? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure what solstice is. Summer, oh, I did see, I got to hang out with, uh, so Annie, you know, we were... After you know, after the funeral, we got all the flowers and stuff. Annie and I kind of drove around, or Annie drove, and I was like, "Is Coach Schultz home?" So we pulled into his house. Like I just like, should we call? And he's like, "No, let's just pull in." You know, knocked on the door and he wasn't home. So we kept driving around and then pulled into Steve Aaron's house and knocked on his door and he was home and got to see the the gym. And Emory is nice. unbelievable. That's great. They just redid it. I mean, it is like. It, it is so nice. It's it's almost looks like a like a college facility. It's amazing. There's, the locker rooms are great. Like it is beautiful. And sat there with uh, you know Steve Aaron was kind of a legend in the '90s um, in, in Emory. Mm-hmm. Scored 35 touchdowns in 1989 in nine man. I mean 35 wow. in, in like nine games total. And his son was 13. You know, it's just like, you have any idea how oh, good your old man was? And he's <laughs> like, they don't give a shit. <laughs> they don't, they don't like, I turned my film. He's like, I was showing him film of our of our team, you know, in, in 1990 that made the state tournament. It's like, you guys are slow, Dad. <laughs> he's slow, like three-time Dad. All-State. Yeah. Like, Steve was incredible. Speed. You know, it's, it's all about speed, dude. Yeah, they're just like, you guys look slow. So, but it was uh, <laughs> it's slow. fun to be home. And then my 20th anniversary class reunion is this weekend. I'm not going to be able to, to make that, but yeah, it's it's just you know it's where it's the heartland. So it's good to good to be home. 
That's good, man. Well, we're we're glad to have you back. Tom Miles, glad to have yeah, you back. Yeah, we're too. ready to continue the continue, continue the growth here. Continue the weekly podcast Fridays. Yep. What else, man? I mean, we've got almost 40 minutes. That's good. I'm feeling pretty good about it. I feel like we covered Colangelo and that whole that whole saga. We got game game four yeah. tonight. Game so. four. Hopefully, they, hopefully LeBron can you know will will one more game, will one more win for for Cleveland. Well, happened a year you know, ago. Was Kyrie on that team last year? Um, no. Did Is he leave? Has he been with the Celtics for two years? I think he was still with them last year. Was he? Kyrie yeah, he was. was he still was. with he them was. last yeah, yeah, year. Yeah, he was. So the the Heat the wait the Cavs won the East in twenty without they, Kyrie with yeah. just LeBron. Pretty and much, the East yeah. is pretty good. He's pretty good. But it's just funny how like you see Cleveland in the finals, like these guys are not, they're not good. They don't. It makes but, you think like you think. It makes you think like if I. It makes you think if what what if Boston was there? Boston, I think, would have given the Celtics a good series. Like they think, would have given the, the Golden I'm sorry, State the Golden State a good series. This could have been like competitive finals, but like the best matchup for the East would have been Boston. I think so too. Just how deep they are. And I saw that this guy that we used to um, when I used to park in the parking garage on 20th and South at, at Penn Hospital. I ran into him uh, last week. And I hadn't seen him in a while. He's a big basketball fan. And when I brought up, you know, we were just giving him a little love and good to see you again, you know, started talking hoops. And it was like, well, it was the first time, you know, they they lost to Boston, but it was almost like they were caught, you know, they have never played in a game like that before. Like Ben Simmons and Joel have never been in a game like this. He's like, man, it's like, fuck that, man. Boston (laughs) hasn't either. (laughs) Like he started to get kind of pissed. Yeah, right, yeah. Man, that's bullshit. Like, it's like it's Boston true. never ain't, ain't them to play, never played nothing like this that's either. True, it's like, that's dude. a good point. It's fucking true, though. It's like, yeah. you're right. Mm-hmm. But it's just funny. He got kind of worked up. You know, yeah. this, this guy, Todd, he's a good dude. And that's true. He was like, man, I, I don't want to hear that. You know, it's like, gosh, oh, well, well, it's a good point. But we'll see. It's, it's a, like I said, I think it's we kind of built the foundation of the town mile around, you know, Philly and the future coming up. And yeah. It's kind of fun to. We start. We started at the right time. Keep we it rolling smart. We for sure. Starting at the right time, dude. For sure. Well, that's all I got, man. That's yeah. You good. I mean, I feel good. Yeah. It's Friday. Uh, Anybody we need to give a shout out to? Shout out to. If anyone's around, it'll be at our sponsor, Devil Pocket Later. Devil's yep. Pocket Later. Come over. I'll take some pictures. Yeah, we will. <laughs> Tell Marcus Versace. You know, uh, I'll lay know, an intro down, but we'll, they got uh, the best nachos in Philly. And if you don't believe me, to try them. Any fans? Know? Any fans of the podcast? will we'll yeah. be there watching the, <laughs> watching the finals. That's right. Um, and not to end on a on a sad note, but uh, shout out to Anthony Bourdain. Yeah. Um, Holy shit! One I saw cool, that. Probably one of the coolest guys I, that is. That was out there, and he, you know, tragically killed himself today. Um, you know, the mental health is a is a big deal. Mental health issues is a big deal, and you know, shouldn't be taken lightly. And if you think you're having problems, you know, reach out and talk to someone and look for help. Yeah, Don't. he made. I, I, I'll I'll never forget. I watched a thing where he was in Berlin, Germany, before I moved, and it just had Berlin looking like the greatest. He place his show ever. his show was 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 great. It was one of my favorite shows. It was just a travel show, and he would go around and eat and drink. But just he was just a talented guy, a chef, 
talented chef and talented in the media and so many books and cookbooks and stuff like that. He was a recovering and addict too. I the think. TV show. Like he, he was he kicked a, whatever he had. Yeah, he was a drug addict for a little while, and you know, I guess if you have those, you have those demons in you, they never really go away. Yeah. So it's just sad, but um, just you know, if Pauline you got, is a huge Anthony Bourdain yeah, guy. Yeah, she is. Um, so just wanted to say. If you rest in peace to him. Rest man. in peace, and if there's yeah, we've anyone, had a, anyone out there that's you know struggling, there's people around that are, that can help. So. Yeah, we've had a hell of a. It's been crazy with that stuff lately. Yeah. I mean, just Chris Cornell, and man, just gotta keep fighting through it. Well, everyone, stay positive. Didn't want to end that on a sad note. No, I think it's no, no, it's a guy that he, he loved to be social and love food and. Love to you know do projects and put stuff out you know so yeah rest in peace to him and you bet man well have a great weekend gang thanks for listening love you guys see you out there you bet.